Hello, friends. Skip here. If you are listening to this <coughs> latest episode, I am probably on my way to Florida. I'm going to publish this episode probably the 13th or 14th. Probably the 14th. Uh, so, happy July 14th. Although I am giving this on July 10th. <laughs> so I hope the world is still spinning when we finally get here. Let me open my water. Hang on just a second, friends. You might hear the uh, neighbor's lawnmower. Uh, <clears throat> people busy living their lives. We live in a good neighborhood. I, I, I appreciate, for the most part, everyone around us. So uh, bear with the external noise. I want to talk today about how we are unaware of the shallow. I'm not sure what the title is going to be, how to word that. Uh, I'll title it at the end, maybe. But I do want to talk about today that we're not aware of how shallow and narcissistic and myopic and self-centered our cultures are. Now, I'm speaking from my culture. I'm speaking from a Western mindset. I'm speaking from the United States, and that will taint everything I say. But I do believe there's a universal truth here that I'm going to tap into, I hope. So let's talk about shallowness and how we end up there unbeknownst to us. I've met many people in my life who live to project into reality what they want other people to see. Uh, you may have people like that in your life. I, I guarantee you have people like that in your life and you have people like that in your culture because that's what the culture says to do. We put on a mask. We put on a persona. We put on a show. Uh, we put on an act in order to get through each movement of life in our culture, in our society. Um, many times I have seen the sad thing of, and especially as a pastor, because I was invited into people's homes, and I spent 20 years doing that, where on the facade you would think these people have it all together. You go into their life, and they're, they're a freaking train wreck. Alcoholism, people cheating on people, money issues... But we learn very thoroughly how to project this sort of faux life, a life that is complete and accomplished. Uh, And that's not even touching upon sort of the more subtle ways in which people pretend. You know, you'll meet someone very nice, And you'll find often, well, many times anyway, that their niceness is a projection. That when you get to know them or get involved with them, you find out that there are other parts to this person that are very harmful and destructive. The same is true with a religion, a political party, you name it. Because we are taught that what matters is the projection And that is a very shallow notion of what it means to be human. We're not taught in any real way 
about the depth of what it means to experience the human experience. Now, some of us may have a better notion of it. Maybe our parents were a little more in tune with their authenticity. God bless you, mine weren't. Uh, but I, I see that. <clears throat> I see that, that people understand that good is better than bad, you know, that helping someone is better than hurting someone. I, I understand that. But when we start to peel away those layers that keep us from ourselves, we begin to see that we have worn many, many, many masks. We have worn many uh, costumes, if you will. Maybe that's what I'll name the podcast, Mini Costumes. Uh, Because we have learned to be what we need to be to survive. We have learned to be what we need to be to, you know, um, work in our workplace, to, to succeed in the eyes of the world. Uh, we do, we're taught, we do what we need to do. And that often means, you know, stepping on other people, figuratively, of course. Uh, using other people, controlling other people. And all of that is a very shallow notion of what it means to be human. All of that is a projection of what we have agreed to, and we all have agreed to it, my friends, of what it means to be human. And it's difficult. It's difficult to be authentic in that setting, in an inauthentic setting, which the world and the structures, the institutions are. They're they're not authentic. Some may have a tendency to be more authentic. Some may have a, a tendency to, uh, to be less, well, most have a, a tendency to be less authentic. Let me, uh, let me tell you a story. And I, I'm, I vaguely remember this story, so bear with me. It was on 60 Minutes many years ago, maybe five, six years ago, maybe more. Maybe you know the story, but I, I don't know the specific company. But there was a, a CEO of a company uh, and the board that owned the company that agreed to share all of its profits with every employee from the top down equally. And it was on 60 Minutes because that that was a radical notion that the guy who cleaned the bathroom got a great share uh, of this company. The guy who ran the conveyor belt, the guy who did the paperwork. Everyone got a big chunk of this company. And I mean big. I mean, it was a serious sharing, not just profit sharing, but these people had got substantial, substantial money. And the company was uh, healthy. People were smiling. Uh, at least in the interviews they gave to the employees, no one was really complaining, although people do that no matter what. And the company was growing, it was a success. And I thought to myself at the time, wow, what a, what a great model. Surely that will catch on. <laughs> Laughing at myself. That's how na- naive I was, I guess. Uh, because that, that did not catch on. Even though that company was growing and healthy and vibrant and the, and the employees were happy, the owner, the CEO, and the board made less money 
because they shared it. It wasn't that the company wasn't making money. It wasn't that they were giving it all away. It was that they were simply lifting everyone up with the company. And I would have told you when I saw that, I don't know, seven years ago, whenever it was, that by now every company would have this model because it helps everyone. But we don't do that because that means people have to sacrifice. That means people have to let go of their own wealth, let go of their own security, let go of their own need to control, let go of things. It means they have to come to a deeper understanding of what it means to be human. And that means they have to leave the shallow notion of being human. Now, I'm not saying that people are evil. I'm not, you know, hear me. I hope you hear that every time. This isn't, you know, damn those people. It is, that is what we know, my friends. What we know is the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. What we know is some deserve, some don't. What we know is, you know, <laughs> all the things were fed. You know, every welfare recipient should be at work. Well, that's just ludicrous. Some people in our society need help. Some people need to be at work. Some people need to share what they have. Uh, when 1% of the population has 99% of the wealth, there's something out of balance about that. And all of that happens because we live into a shallow notion of what it means to be human, a very selfish notion, a very myopic notion, a very arrogant notion of what it means to be human. Now, I don't think just throwing your money at people is helpful either, but to build something, to, to use the resources of the world to help people discover who they truly are. What a, what a great gift that is, right? But we all learn to live from this very shallow notion of what life really is. So let me end there. What, what is the meaning? What, what is life? You can take this as you want, but here's what I've found so far. Life is the quest to deepen your understanding of self through love, compassion, kindness, to practice generosity and humility, to practice forgiveness of yourself, forgiveness of others, to accept the forgiveness given you, to know your own agenda, your own intent, to question it, to grow into being love. That's what breaks through the shallowness of this world. That's what wins at the end of the day. There you have it, my friends. Thanks for your time. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.